This is the XA Live Recap Podcast for Monday, March 29th, the idol of entertainment. Here's your host, Jenny Weiss. Welcome back to the XA Live Recap Podcast. Um, I am Jenny, and I'm here with the fabulous human being of Leland. Leland, how are you doing today? Good evening. I'm doing well. Thank you. So we have been talking in this last service at XA Live about the idol of entertainment and Brittany did a fabulous job at it. And so Leland, I had a couple questions for you about really entertainment. Um, how do you think our phones have impacted our culture's tendency to gravitate towards the idol of entertainment? I always appreciate that you're asking me these questions. Can I, can I ask you some of these questions instead? Maybe people want to hear you talk more. Have me talk less. Maybe that would be a good, maybe it could be what flip things up. But um, yeah, I, I can, I'll, I'll, I'll go here uh, on, you know, how have our phones impacted our culture's tendency um, to gravitate toward entertainment. One of the things that, that I was thinking about was that um, phones are really effective at this but they're not the only thing that's ever happened to kind of align us with entertainment mm. first. And I thought, thought a little bit about it. You know, there, there's that old expression, I'm just going to veg out for a while. You know, that started because, you know, someone like me was going to sit in front of the TV for hours at a time. And so we've, we've got a, you know, a tradition, a human problem of, you know, this, this kind of being distracted toward these idols like entertainment. So before it was the phone, it was the computer and the internet, you know, TV was there. I, I kind of think it's, um, you know, these are shiny things that we're attracted to. And it's mm -hmm. easy to find anything that we want. It, it's easy to find things that we get led to. You know, our phones are really good at leading us toward things that we might want to look at more. So... Yes. As I start to look at different things, the phone is fully aware of what I'm doing. And so it kind of starts producing the ads and the links and the other things that I can also pursue even further. So it becomes a time sink that is sort of this cycle that just draws us in more and more. Phones are much better at that than just TVs. And so I think they've impacted it in that way at least. Oh, true. I mean, algorithms with social media, I mean, you see what you want to see and your ads are what you want. So it keeps you sucked in, in quite profound ways. Um, there's a documentary I watched, I don't remember the name of it right now, about social media and just the algorithms and how it impacts us and how we are addicted um, to where it kind of tries to give you the next hit. And I think that's one of the ways that I think our phones have changed the idol of entertainment from TV, where we had to watch all those commercials and um, you couldn't fast forward through um, like the ancient years when we were little, or maybe even adults, who knows? But um, yeah, so the the way that you can skip you can skip things or it predicts what you want has, I think made it more addictive in our brains. Even, um, interesting fact between the two of us, I do have social media and Leland has no social media. And so it's just something he's chose not to have. 
and is probably a freer and happier human being without it. So that's one of his phone choices. It's true, but I can still get lost in the old tech, like the internet, where I'm, where I just start, you know, digging around for stuff that I'm interested in. Um, you know, I can, I can spend, spend time uh, doing stuff like that. It's just not what you know the rest of the world calls social media right now. Uh, it's, yeah, it, it's what I call a time sink. It's what everybody else calls old tech. Yeah. So we can like one of the things that was challenged was that we can't love God and entertainment. We can enjoy entertainment, but it has to sit in its right place. Why is it so hard to keep it in its right place? I've always thought it's easier, right? I mean, so if I'm, um, if I'm wasting hours in front of the computer watching TV or even surfing around on the phone, cause you know, I go surfing for news and all kinds of stuff. I mean, that, that's, that's, it's non-committal and it's easier. Um, mm. I mean, e- TV's always been easier to just kind of sit in front of. Maybe I want to feed myself at the same time, go get something that's not good to eat, not good for me, and uh, sit in front of the TV and not do anything for a while. That actually sounds pretty Find good right chocolate. now. Um, yeah, maybe some <laughs> chocolate. That, um, I could go for that right now. It's been a long day. Uh, so, um, so that right there is probably the seeds of some of it. It's, you know, I want something easy that's just going to entertain me. Uh, but I think there's also another part here that there is an active control that these things have on us. Mm-hmm. It's not just me not wa- wanting to disengage. The, the phone and the media wants me to actively pour time into it. And so it's trying hard to catch me and it's trying hard to catch all of us. I, I've noticed that for me, I always want to know what's next. You know, what's next? Yeah. What's the, what is the next thing that's going to happen? And so, you know, we went through a tumultuous um, presidential election. You know, lots of, yeah. lots of news flying around, lots of accusations, lots of things like, what's going to happen next? And I could feel it inside me like, okay, which news is going to give what information first? I'm going to be on the lookout for this thing. It's always kind of like we want more. And I think you can apply the same sort of uh, thinking toward, you know, just following, uh, following different accounts on social media. What are they going to post next? Yeah. What's the next picture? Who's doing what? I'm going to keep, you know, actively searching this because it's kind of always calling to us like the, like the siren song. Like, I, I'm just drawn to know what's going to happen next, and I can't really step away from it. And it is, it is, I find it interesting that it's not that entertainment is bad, but it's the order of how we put it and how it gradually or sometimes even aggressively tries to take over first place in our lives. Um, And generally, we don't even realize it until after it's done. And that's, at least in my own life, one of the things that I find concerning with entertainment is I'm like, oh, wow, I just wasted a day and this is what I did and not really realizing it until after the fact. She talked, Brittany talked about entertainment being a means to escape or numb the pain. Why is it so tempting to escape to entertainment, even as a follower of Christ, instead of running to Jesus? I think for me, a lot of, you know, anytime I want to be distracted by something, um, it's because I don't want to be in the pain. And, mm-hmm. and Jesus is right there in the pain. 
with us. You know, the, the hope of Christianity is not that we'll have a life that's free of pain. The hope is that the mm-hmm. pain can serve some purpose. And, yeah. and but, but that means there's going to be pain. It's just that we have a hope behind it. And it means we've got to engage it. It means we have to walk into the pain because that's where Jesus is going to heal us and show us things is right there in the pain. And so if I am addicted to something else and I'm trying to fill that hole, that's a lot, you know, that can be more appetizing than kind of going into, um, you know, a fairly lengthy period of time where I'm trying to sort through pain with Jesus and recognize why I'm broken. I mean, that's, that's really hard. It's hard for everybody. It's hard for me. I don't want to deal with the fact that I am a broken person in a lot of ways. It's easier to ignore it. Uh, entertainment helps yeah. fill that. Jesus wants all of us, and he doesn't want to share us. He says what, mm-hmm. you know, he answers the question, what's the greatest commandment? Uh, love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. It's the first and greatest commandment. Um, that's all of us. You know, there's no no yeah. part there where we're not um, supposed to be fully devoted to him. And, you know, just kind of along those lines, the psalmist writes about, you know, trusting in him, delighting in him. But then, you know, and I'm, I'm thinking through Psalm 37 here a little bit. He also writes, be still before the Lord and wait patiently mm-hmm. for him. I think sometimes mm-hmm. when, when we're... When we're, when we're in pain and we want to numb it, the idea of waiting for something is especially hard. Yeah. And we want instant fix. Um, we want something in our hand that's going to help. Uh, the phone kind of provides that when the Lord says, I want you to be peace and be still. So yeah. I think that's part of it as well. I think there's a lot of things that kind of come together into why we would uh, shy away from the Lord when we're in pain instead of run to him. At least for me, um, where I did like publicly say, I run to, I can struggle with entertainment as a form to escape. Um, sometimes the Lord asks us to do deep work in our hearts and our souls with him. And what I've realized in following Jesus is that the deep work of being honest with myself, honest with the Lord, honest in hearing what he has to say to me, being willing to do just a transformation work of the renewal of the mind, it is always worth it. But it doesn't mean it's always the first thing I want to do. And so for me, it's recognizing that sometimes that tendency to escape is because I know what the Lord wants is good, but he sometimes requires deep work in our souls. And we live in a quick fix culture. Like if you can't fix it, you buy a new one. Um, And so that tendency that things should just get fixed right away and immediately is in incredibly unbiblical but our culture tells us there should be a quick fix like I should be able to make x y and z change and start losing this much weight this fast Um, like it's just this quick fix mentality 
But when you live life with the Lord, you realize that there isn't really an easy, quick fix. And sometimes you just want to escape and then it, which doesn't help, but it's that recognition for me. I had to recognize like, I need the deep work of the Lord, even though sometimes I selfishly try to avoid it. Yeah, I think God has a very different perspective on time than we do. Yeah. We want something instant, and he doesn't mind if it takes a little while because he's looking at time in an expansive eternity. We're looking at, I want something right now. Um, and I, I, that, that, I know that makes a difference. There, there are times where, quite frankly, we're going to wait for something because it's not ready yet or we're not ready yet. And there's, yeah. there's some things we've got to work through first. Yeah. So, I mean, this might be personal. You can open it up or not. I can answer it personally. But, like, what what do you find that you escape from that you can turn to media to? Yeah. I mean, everybody probably has a different reason. Um, you know, you already noted that, you know, I don't have a lot of social media accounts. So I had to kind of approach it a little bit from a different perspective. Um, yeah. If I, you know, as I think kind of personally about, you know, just different idols, um, I think a lot of things that start out with good intent sort of become things that you can't back away from. Um, mm. You know, I, everybody, I think, well, maybe not. The, the two people that went, that went and listened to the first podcast probably know that I have a broken <laughs> foot and I've had a broken foot for a long time. Uh, so, hey, thanks. Really thanks to uh, Yeah. So, yeah, just uh, appreciate the two listeners out there. Uh, you know, appreciate you guys. <laughs> the, uh, I had a broken foot for a long time. And the, you know, the result was that, you know, exercise was not bad, but it kind of become, you know, this, this thing that just had to happen. Uh, mm. All of a sudden got shut down. And, you know, that's one of those, it, that's one of those things that can be fine, but it's also one of those things that starts to determine maybe how you have to live your life on days when it shouldn't. And yeah. uh, that's, that's where you start to see the, the problem with, with the idol pop up. The, um, and so, you know, it was, it was just something that, um, that, that was there to kind of fill time. Uh, something that was there to, uh, you know, maybe it was, you know, 45 minutes where I should have actually been reading the Bible or something like that. Um, but it was something that I always had to do. So I think some of the things for me are, you know, what do I fill the time with instead of something else? Maybe on days when I shouldn't be doing it. Uh, and I, I think you can probably transport that to things like social media. I don't know. What, what are your thoughts? You had, you had some personal thoughts. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I think for me, when I look at my life right now and what, what am I trying to escape from, the reality is that everything's kind of hard. And so what the Lord is asking to do in me is good, but it's also deep and it takes a lot of journaling and a lot of reflecting and a lot of letting the Lord heal me and letting me release things to him. And so I find that I sometimes am just escaping hard things where I just want something to be easy. 
And if I just watch a TV show and I'm not left with my own mind, it's easy. Or if I'm just scrolling through Instagram, I don't have TikTok. So the TikTok craze is beyond my thing. And I always forget to check my Snapchat. So don't ever Snapchat me because I won't remember to check it ever. Um, speaking of that, I think I messaged someone and forgot to check it a couple days ago. Um, but so, but it's that for me, when I escape, it's because I don't want my brain to be silent. I want to fill it with noise instead of let it be silent. And I think that's one of the things, and we might be not wanting our brain to be silent because of pain or things that the Lord's asking you to do and you don't really want to face it. We all have different reasons, but there can be an uncomfortableness with silence in our soul and silence in our brain. And entertainment is the easiest way to make it no longer silent, whether it be a podcast, media, TV, YouTube, whatever it would be. So, yeah, then that reminds me of something um, else I'll just mention. You know, some some people may not necessarily fill the time with media. Um, They may, you know, they may use work as kind of entertainment. And I would not call work entertainment, but if I look at it, it starts to fit some of the aspects of the same sort of idol. Um, I can personally use work to fill space and time rather than deal with something more difficult. I know that it's got to be done, so it's not like I'm doing something wrong, but there can be times where there's something better to be doing. And instead of kind of going to God and dealing with it. Um, I'm doing one more thing, you know, and then, and then, you know, it's an hour later. So I think, you know, we can, entertainment is the sort of thing where, you know, we've got a couple of things that come to mind right away, but there are probably some other things that sort of captivate our mind in, in some sort of Mm -hmm. way that has the same result. Yeah. Because that's the unique thing about entertainment is that, it keeps your brain busy compared to like the idol of comfort or some of the other idols that we're talking about. It, it occupies your mind. And I think one of the hard parts about it is that it hinders our ability to love the Lord with all our mind because we let so many other things fill our mind. So when I was listening to Brittany this week, I, it reminded me of the idea that we can starve things to death. It seemed Like a great way to break free from the idol of entertainment is to starve it to death. That you um, spend so much time with the Lord that we desire to spend less time with entertainment. And so it's kind of like you set limits, you set boundaries, but also instead of just restrictions, you fill it with the Lord. So there's so much of the Lord that um, it just kind of doesn't have what it needs to take root in our own lives. So what do you think about that idea? I think there's a lot to it. I also think that I hate the idea of starving anything. Um, you know, so the <laughs> idea of fasting, like that's an instant, you know, don't want to do that. But I feel my stomach churn at the thought of, oh, what am I supposed to be fasting right now? Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm on a four-month running fast right now. So that's, uh, that's going well. 
Uh, the um, you are doing it solid. Yeah, yeah. There's there's no one that's fasting that better than I am. Um, <laughs> no one's fasting running better than you, honey. You're doing so good at it. Thanks. Praise, praise the Lord. <laughs> oh, we need to edit that. All right. Um, so I was reminded that Jesus often withdrew to lonely places. It's all through the Gospels. Um, you know, it, it crops up in Mark. Uh, he calls it like secluded and lonely places. Uh, Luke calls it withdrew frequently to the wilderness areas to pray. Um, you know, it it's this idea that, to me, that Jesus is actually removing himself from the distractions and the people mm-hmm. even for a while so that he can pray and be set. And he can deal with things that need to be dealt with between, you know, he and the Father, like whatever that is. We're not even given real details. Um, you know, what are the things he's praying through? We're given a little bit of insight sometimes because in Luke 6, he comes down from this mountain where he has prayed all night. He immediately picks the 12 apostles and starts to preach the Sermon on the Mount while, while the power of healing is basically pouring out of him. And so he's kind of removed himself from the distractions, has spent the night praying. And you see mm-hmm. an amazing result in the ministry uh, that comes after that. And so I, I think there is um, there's this time that we need to spend with God so that we can be the people that he knows we can be and be ready mm-hmm. to do the things that he has for us because that's also biblical. Like there are, there are good works planned in advance. And if we're ready, we'll be ready when the good works are ready for us. And I see Jesus kind of living this out a lot. Yeah. No, it's good. I mean, it's true. He models it which is helpful. Like he models that idea. All right. Last question is we are winding down this podcast time. How do we step towards freedom from the idol of entertainment? I mean, I like the idea of starving it, you know, get yourself away from it, spend the time with God. Like we were just talking about with Jesus, you know, starve it out and we'll fill it up with something else. Um, but, but before we even do that, we've got to decide it's a problem. And so I think the first step toward anything where we're looking for healing and something better is to decide that there is actually something deeper, more profound, more filling, and um, more life-giving than the things that we're doing right now. God promises life Mm -hmm. in the full. And I think we have to decide that we're going to step away from the shiny thing that's fascinating us and pursue that promise yeah no that's so true it's so good um one thought that i had in it is that we need to be honest with ourselves like ruthlessly honest with ourselves like i am a happier human being when my phone is in timeout from 8 p.m to 8 a.m like i'm just happier um and so figuring out not only am I happier with it? But what, why do I not let it happen more often? Or when, 
you're wanting to scroll or you're wanting to watch something, asking yourself the question, why am I doing this? Um, like today I watched a TV show while I was working through something and I recognize that I'm watching it more than I need to. And I asked myself the question, like, are you doing this to escape? And I was like, no, I'm not. And so I decided I was okay doing it. But then there's times where I have to be honest, be like, no, you, you need to be okay with the silence right now. And so that reckless honesty with ourselves can really help us find freedom and keep things in the right perspective where Jesus is first. Because that's, that's what's the most important thing is that we hear the voice of the Lord and we obey it. And so trying to figure out what to do is not. So do you have any final thoughts to say before we wind down this lovely XA Live recap? No, I'm pretty sure I've said way too much. You should get someone else next time. Well, thanks for joining us for the Exit Life Recap. Um, we will come back at you next week with a different topic. And you can always find XA Live in person at Woodard Odd at 7 p.m. on Thursday nights. So have a good day. Bye.